cool. Here we are on the old two G's in a pod with special guest, Mark Jennings. Mark, first things first, you are fresh, fresh back from Australia. Yeah. And I feel like this is a good place for us to start because the when you were on uh, my old solo podcast, Too Much Information, shout yes. out that dead podcast now. <laughs> uh, we spoke a lot about the, like, uh, the first time you went over to Australia mm-hmm. and that was when you just won Scottish Community of the Year and you took that show over there. Yeah. How was it going back after having like experienced it before and like you probably had made some more contacts and been able to do more stuff? How did you find it going back to us? Well, it was interesting going back because I did have such a fun time the first time in it, as I, I spoke to you about at the time on that, was was something that I'd really been wanting to do for a yeah. long time, just to get to go to Australia and of have course. that experience. And So I just had the time of my life when I was there last time. And this time, really, the motivation to go back w- was really just to work on uh, the show that I'm doing at the moment, that I'm, yeah. I'm working up to um, recording it yep. when I do the King's Taking Theater it on a, a nice little... UK tour as well before to make sure yeah. and you're doing really nice venues as well like that's like the sort of thing that when we all start and there's all like the, you do have to I, I always do think you should go back and fucking pinch yourself and go like you're doing this awesome little UK tour Aye. to build and make sure that show is honed and perfect for a taping at the King's Theatre in Glasgow yeah that must be kind of it, it's so exciting but is it surreal as well like is that like no I mean it's not really a tour I called it a mini tour because I felt a bit embarrassed calling it a tour because it's five gigs do you know what I mean it's like you know but it's in some nice around the UK it's some nice UK it's some nice comedy rooms you know which is really I think when you get into it you always think oh I want to be doing weekends at all these comedy clubs and then after a while and even when you start to do that then you realise oh no this isn't even really enough to get me by, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of when course. you quote, if you're quote unquote making it, if there is such a thing as a comic, the dream for me would be to just, you know, to go to like these nice comedy clubs around the country. Your yeah. Glees, your Angels, your you know Top Secrets, your you know whatever yeah, yeah. stands and all that, and you know, and um and do a solo show. Yeah, because that's one where you make money, but also when people come out and want to see when you play to two hundred people, they want to see you. And if yeah. you do that all in the country, you know, that, then that's the dream, man. That is definitely, definitely my version of making it is Aye. that as well. 100%. But I'm not quite there yet, but I'm lucky that I've got like, you know, London, I'll do, do you the still Bill Murray. I feel like that's where you are? No, because I'm, you know, I, like outside. I feel like, of, I feel like that's where you are. Outside of Scotland and certainly outside of Glasgow, you know, I'm doing the Kings in Glasgow. Yeah. I'm not doing anywhere near that anywhere else. I'm doing like Hunter Seaters, basically, which is fine. That's kind of. That's surely got to be the same for most comedians. Like, yeah, maybe. Like, uh, I saw recently the the Shagged Married Annoyed podcast are doing their tour. Never heard it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, they're they've got like two or three dates in the Newcastle Arena. It's like, of course, aye, of course, because that's where they're from. They're still doing like the Playhouse or something in Edinburgh. They're still yeah, big theaters. Comparatively, you know I mean? aye, but you know, you know where you're from, the the fucking where the homegrown fans are, aye. That is always going to be more, I think. That's true. But no, don't get me wrong. It's really cool to be doing it. And like, I've been really lucky. Like, uh, the Bill Murray uh, Angel comedy have been really nice to me. And I've, I've done a few yeah. solos there now. And it's that's a, just incredible to just play. I just love being in that room because so many, you know, all the best acts yeah. for the UK, biggest acts when they're. That's what Sean Walsh taped his yeah. special, wasn't it? Acaster works up his stuff there, yeah. Bridges does it and stuff. So it's a great, great room. And there's always cool yeah. people kicking about. Um, it's really fun to play. So I'm really lucky that I'm doing there. Um, the Newcastle stand, 
which isn't you know it's, that'll be a quieter one yeah manchester and stuff there's not as many people there but like just the fact i can put it on and I, my motivation was just to put as much work into making the show as good as it can be by the time i get to the kings how is the kings looking it's good man yeah, yeah like yeah. it's basically just the gallery left to sell so Fuck me. people had said to me if you can get to that point but don't even worry about the gallery yeah. you've already sold enough yeah of course so you know it's it's going to be the most amount of people i've ever done a solo show to yeah yeah man so it's exciting and when is it that's they've got to be coming up that's like within the first friday 24th of march so that's like three weeks four weeks away now yeah just under just under four yeah. weeks now yeah that's awesome man so this little mini uk date what the uh-huh. tour When's the first one? The first one. I'm doing Edinburgh this Friday. So, Edinburgh this Friday at so Monkey, Barrel, Monkey Barrel. Yeah, and so that's sold out, thankfully. So, and what is the show? So, is the uh, show? So, what I've just done. This is why I was asking. Is because I just taped my first special at the Edinburgh stand two aye. two days ago, at the time of recording, uh, and I used that as like a. There is a sort of a sort of loose narrative, and there's a loose theme, mm-hmm. and there has been stuff that I've been. There's jokes I've been doing that I've wrote for like the last couple of years like a lockdown till now is the most of it yeah but i've definitely also thrown in older jokes that i was just like i just kind of want to give them uh immortalize them a bit absolutely I guess, yeah say. no that's exactly are you doing do. the same is this like is this like a a best of mark jennings no but what the, but there is a few jokes like that that i'm going to put in because it'd be good to film them and i never really got a great version of them filmed yeah. before but a lot of my stuff i had filmed already and put yeah. out there and some of the bits so which, that's, which worked for you it definitely worked for you that's how you worked. built a, a big online following was from constantly yeah. putting out these high caliber clips oh thanks so but then much. when it comes to giving it a fucking home for like a whole special which yeah. you definitely deserve to to have could you be and i also i i don't know how much i buy into the if they've seen it before they don't want to hear it again thing necessarily well so a, a good example of that for me at the moment is the that northern ireland but i do about trans transphobic northern yeah. irish person great yeah great great bit but i put that out and it got like it's had mad. like nearly two million views on tiktok <laughs> and then like done well on twitter yeah that's... so i kind of feel like that's done now so it can't really be in the show because people know it and i don't want to put it in the special and stuff Playing but I have been advocate. doing it. I have been doing it, like just mainly because when I was in Australia, people, most people wouldn't have seen it, and even at club gigs and stuff, we'll still, still do it. But I just think playing devil's advocate. Uh-huh. Can I just give you a maybe alternative way of thinking? Go on. Fucking think of that almost like the machine story for fucking Bert. Like yeah. he he. he he was doing that for years. The clip had already went viral and he still was doing it at the end of his show. Yeah. I think you've got the Kings. You fucking got it. Yeah. If you, if it currently doesn't have a place in the show, that's fine. There is a place it yep. could go. Yeah. Might just... as well put it in yeah, and go, we have it if we need it. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it on the night, but maybe not put it in the, in the, see how it, see how it goes. The edit of the, the video but no like because i don't think it's like other venues in the glasgow comedy festival where all right our turnover we got fucking no it's not no i can do whatever the fuck i want yeah you know so why not yeah that's true so yeah no maybe i will actually then that's maybe maybe change my mind we got an opener are you have you got an opener for it uh yeah liam wiffnell's gonna open for me liam wiffnell's Uh opener of the kings yeah fucking yeah Yeah. all right man that's good i thought it would have been Stuart or steven or well i'm sure they won't mind me saying this but i think like 
I would say, well, Steve's not really, Steve's been doing more of our like, stuff with his screen and all that sort of stuff. Yep. So I, I don't think I, and I think, to be honest, this is probably true to both of them, but certainly for Stuart as well. I think me and Stuart, there's a bit of crossover there and sometimes I think when you want somebody opening, you just want somebody a bit different. Yep. Um, I'm getting Stuart's opening for me in Newcastle and stuff and like, yeah. I'm taking, like you know, I would like to have yeah, one of them yeah, of as well, but I just thought somebody a bit different and like, and you're also already doing stuff the three and we're doing it the, the we don't want to make it the whole podcast thing so yeah. it's kind of my night and then Liam is a good mate who's a great comic as well and I just thought he would be good for it you know so um, yeah so just so I think sometimes it's good to just somebody, somebody that just contrasts you a bit 100%. rather than maybe me and Stuart are, for example maybe have some similar jokes and similar yeah. topics on at the moment um, whereas I don't think it's the case for me and Liam so Definitely, and I'm really looking forward to doing it. And he, yeah. he said he'd not done it before, so I think it'll be cool. It's too. such a good thing as well. And I again don't want I don't, I don't want it to sound like speaking from experience as someone as tape special literally two days ago. No, but I'm, that's uh, why I was asking you on our podcast, and I'm interested in how. But what it was. I really looking back now, I think it's, it's I think it's a really easy thing to overthink. Yeah, and I think it's a, a an easy thing to kind of put too much weight on, and you kind of lose all the things that you love about stand-up just like all the other shows uh -huh. so what i really really enjoyed was even though uh ralph brown opened for me yeah but i had uh keir McAllister, jay lafferty uh like michael welsh uh gus limburn a lot like of I, comics i had a lot of comics just like in the like backstage yeah, don't like before that. you don't think you're gonna have that <laughs> thanks because i just quite like that it kind of <laughs> anyone's really that bothered but it, also it, re it relaxed me and it just made it feel like it was a normal thing yeah. so if you did have uh, that would be my advice was but if you get on with liam you and liam can yeah i don't, I don't need and, a lot of people back but i think for me the thing that's going to be interesting because you done you filmed it once they always say yep. you should film it twice uh, yeah, minimum twice yeah and i think most comics would maybe do like Three or four, maybe. But I'm like, I mean, I'm obviously not going to sell out the Kings twice. I'm not selling out once yet, but yeah. the, so, you know, only one shot, but I might never get to do it again. So I thought I might as well film it while I'm, I'm there. And I'm lucky one of my mates, Nick, who's uh, a filmmaker. Yeah. He's like my best mate for uni. And like, yeah. so while I've been coming up doing comedy, he's been coming up doing what he does. And we'd always spoke about doing something That's together. also awesome. And That's he's, also fucking awesome and actually a lot of the like that scottish phrases clip that's still the one that like if ever i'm punting shows i'll yeah. kind of put a wee thing up with that he filmed that and it just looks better than yeah everything else because he knows what he's doing and, and then you've got your you've got your buddy there on that side of it as well and you're mm -hmm. both kind of sh sharing this vision of it now as well yeah. which is super so super cool yeah and and we've I sat and watched specials important. and stuff and next a big comedy fan and stuff and he was at my first ever gig and uh so and when did you meet him at school or uni? uni or? Yeah, first day. What were you studying? I was studying. We, we met in history class, but I was doing English, and he ended up doing philosophy. But uh, we just have a fucking thinker, Nick. Thanks to fucking. No, I just he was actually meant to go. I think he was meant to do history or sociology or something, and he, he didn't get good enough results. <laughs> philosophy was the only one he could do. And then he's a filmmaker, so we basically just spent four years fanning about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wicked, though, man. But it's cool, and he's but he's like we're renting out like a lot of cameras and. He knows How many cameras you got? Uh, seven, I think. So it's kind of insane. There's the difference. So that, you know, so it's it's a what it's a lot of output to to do for it. So I'm just I've, that's why I've tried to spend so much time working on the show. You're right, good. Oh man. You're so right. I agree with that logic, fucking entirely. Yeah. You're playing the kings. 
what a mad thing to do to not go, let's fucking film this. I yeah. want this well, to be a For me as well, the thing is, see if I can get a good... I've not decided what I'm actually going to do with it yet, but I, th- I think if I can get a good recording of it... I think sometimes now I've, there's loads of clips out of me, so I think the next step would be if somebody can watch an hour on YouTube or whatever, yep. would be the next thing, hopefully. And hopefully if that's good enough, then it can just be the thing that gets you up and up. Because then all of a sudden, maybe more people would see that, then yep. they'll see it on the night, and then it can lead to the next thing. And they'll hopefully get some good clips from it as well. It's such an exciting thing for me, because I genuinely... I didn't know you were filming yours at the Kings, but mm. as soon as I knew you were doing the Kings, uh, I, w- I was really hoping you would because I was like, yeah, Aye. I was like, you have to. Well, that's the thing that's got but me there is filming the stuff. So yeah, I just of thought, course, why it would be daft. Yeah, it would be daft yeah. not to. But I'm also really excited by. It seems like there's a going to be a crop of Scottish comedy specials coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Like I know Waz is coming out. Mine will be coming out. Stuart McPherson's taping his at the Glasgow yeah. stand. Mark You're Nelson's done a few. As well. Nelson's Already done a couple. Yeah, like I think this year feels like it could be, and I think that's great as well. And if we all like, because it will be more noticed if there's a bunch of us mm-hmm. going out there and putting shit out. That will be people will take more notice of that, and then someone could watch yours and love it and then go into minor wars or stewards or whatever yeah and that's how all of it fucking grows yeah well i mean it's reflective of like just within the uk and, and obviously just everywhere that people are just putting their specials up on youtube so it's good that people in scotland are, are doing it because yeah um i think you know i th- I, th- I think because we feel a wee bit you no know, there's not as much industry in scotland and things like that sometimes people nope. feel a wee bit out the look. but then it's like you know the good thing about the internet and podcasts and all this sort of stuff now yep. is that you can make your own wee sort of scene and we sort of um ecosystem you know so i think with the specials it's just a natural logical step with that thousand percent i um, totally totally agree but to, sorry to answer your question about the start a bit like what the show is going to be so basically what it is like so it's called the original sound which i yep. called it because that's the name that comes up on let's see when you've posted something TikTok yeah, comes yeah. up Mark Jennings original yeah. sound so I just thought well basically people are coming to my shows because they've seen yeah. clips online so here's an hour of this Smart. and it just seemed like a, a although I, the joke I say is like you know my mate was like why have you called it original sound when you're neither <laughs> <laughs> so which I've not actually said that on stage since the Edinburgh show but um, but yeah but basically what it is so it's going to be a lot of this, so it's not like a, you know, a lot of people in, when they do Edinburgh Festival and stuff, it is about one thing and it's got a narrative and all that. That's, that's not really, that doesn't interest me so much doing that. I might, I might do it as the next thing, but for this one it was like, I just wanted to write like loads of really good jokes and I hope I have done that to an extent. But like, so basically it's a lot of short bits and it's like about 20 minutes is about just like sort of quote-unquote hot takes or just stuff about what's going on in the world, news, yeah. current affairs. Then I do have about a 15-minute story about um, like a 15, 20 minutes about uh, a relationship I was in during lockdown. Yeah. Didn't work out. And then the rest of it's basically about like kind of observations about dating and relationships and shagging and stuff. Right. Now that is a very interesting place to go to our next thread because I don't believe we've uh, spoke about this since. But have you ever had, do you have thoughts of like, oh shit, this is a real person I'm speaking about here. How much should I go into? Do you mm-hmm. feel entitled to speak about that? Because it's your fucking experience as well. Have you ever had any backlash from that? Have you ever had someone like message going, Mark, I saw that. 
see your clips get two million views, mate. I saw it. Yeah, well, no, I don't. I mean, none of the clips I put up have really been about anyone. That this this is probably the closest that I'll ever have to that is that story about my ex during lockdown, and she weirdly she was in the she was at the fringe in August. She and, came to the no no no. So I bumped into her on the street. She'd been to see right. Amy Gledhill, who was in the same venue right. as me, and I was like, oh, like you should come, like and see it. I'm like, look, to get a just, stamp of approval, just because I, yeah, because I just feel, to find out where she's because it's weird to me. It. It's it is weird to be talking about somebody and then you know they've not seen it, yeah. and I'm not saying it and it's not true, but I also was like, I think now it's a maybe. I think the way I was doing it then, I think there'd have been a couple of bits that were hard. I think now, like the way I've like been telling the story, I don't think there's anything that like, you know, because I mean. It's, when it's not talking, harsh. You're when not you're talking pay- about something, you're going. I don't. Didn't want to be with this person, or I was unhappy in the relationship. It, might, it wouldn't be nice to hear if you're that person. So, because I kind of, I don't know if she's going to come to the Kings. I kind of hope she isn't. Because my main worry would be she it. heckles. Yeah, that would be my main worry. But, um, but you know, I don't want to hurt someone's that. feelings. But at the same time, it's like so. There's I'm this telling, one time in lockdown, like she's fucking banging on to me, do dishes. Bullshit. Yeah. Fucking- <laughs> well, that was you know. It's funny enough because I just said to her, I was like, "Well, look, if you're not coming, here's the wa- here's the worst thing." Yeah. And then she was like, "No, I was right about that." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but that's that'll be inter- That is an interesting one. But I think, um, you know, I I, th- I would stand by the stuff, and I've I've hopefully done it in a way that is um, that you know you're you're being fair. And I think particularly when you're a guy and you're talking about relationship with women, yeah. You know, you don't want to sound like these guys that just—it's queer. Of course, the, the classic. Oh, you know, my oh, all my ex-girlfriends are psychos. Oh no, you're the problem, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you don't want to be one of those guys. So, but you know, you've got to be honest about your experiences of as well. So I think, just, and it is yours as well. Like yeah. you are fifty percent of that dynamic, and mm-hmm. you're definitely allowed to speak about your fifty percent of that. Yeah, I always just fucking because I've I had that one time where I spoke about because this was always my point. This was my point. Uh, if I was going to be talking about relationships, uh-huh. I don't have I don't have like this fucking big pool. Oh, let's go into the bag, and today it's this. Like, there's like fucking three or four of them. Yeah, and I have to. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about one of is, but I did. I did have a moment where one of them reached back out to me to go. That was uncomfortable for me, and I didn't like that. And it just it did kind of make me think. Going, oh, I've never, I've never thought about the other people. That yeah. I talk about in the thing because like we're I just so obsessed with the shat. jokes and how yeah. they're working and stuff. Absolutely, I know I'd say fucking anything about myself. Uh-huh. I've always had that. <laughs> I would say fucking anything if I the reaction was laugh. Yeah, I will share anything. So I've never really thought about the other people, and it wasn't until I, and I only did it once, and it did go quite well. But <laughs> uh, I told the story about uh, the time my fucking now fiance uh, shoved something up my ass during sex. Interesting. And I never even for a second thought she might not want me to tell that. Yeah. I just went, well, it's my fucking well, asshole. She should have. She should my have asshole, thought, my drift. She should have maybe thought about whether you wanted that up your ass, but it sounds it. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I've never really, I never really thought about the, well, the, was, I, the emotions behind the other person in the thing. So that's what I was going to ask you because, like, obviously you've got it's your fiance now, yep. and like, so obviously you're doing you're going to do material about her. Do yeah. you need to run it by her first, or how does it work? Do you just know she'll be comfortable? How does it work? The amazing, amazing thing about Ailey is she's, uh, and this was like, 
it was not something I was looking for, but it was always like a, a big fucking tick, or it was always a cross in any other relationship that I tried to get to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, like some, they, they they just wouldn't get certain things yeah. that were very important to me with stand up. Like, yeah. why are you going to fucking Kirk and Tillich on Thursday for eighty pounds when we could be watching a film? Yeah. I'm like, because I need to, I need that eighty. They're pulling but, back of the coat deals, or yeah, mm-hmm. and there was like they'd always be off weekends and I would always like I'd be working weekends and it would sure. be like well why well this is the time we have sort of thing mm-hmm. so there was just a whole bit of it that never computed to my sort of lifestyle shall we say and Ailey so the first real big fucking tech was Ailey because her mum's a comedian yeah. she's worked in comedy clubs she gets it there's mm-hmm. no oh I'm in Manchester this weekend Oh. There's she knows none what the of life that. Is. There's none of that. She knows what the life is. So again, she—I don't know if it's just she's made her peace with it really well, but Aye. she doesn't even show me any hesitation of because that—that was it. So at the special taping, uh, this guy uh, came up to her, or she said she saw someone go, "Oh, that's Ailey. That's Ailey. That's Gatsby." Right. And she had no idea who he was. Uh-huh. And then she pointed me out to him late in the night, and I went, "Oh, I know that. That's blah, blah, blah. he's a big fan of the podcast." Brilliant. And she was like, "How does he like know me?" And I was like, "Oh, I speak about you on that podcast all the fucking time. <laughs> like he probably knows too much about you because I fucking share." And she just went, "All oh, right, okay, cool." And I was like, "Yeah, but again, that's another thing." And I was like, "You, so she, she is, she gets it. She's cool with it. Either she doesn't let me see it, and it's like a secretly." Aye. Fucking, I, Pete, what is he saying about me on this fucking yeah. podcast? She doesn't listen. But um, <laughs> it's just this whole other fucking thing. So she gets that. Uh, so I think anything that's going to happen, like she must understand. Yeah. That and she's supportive by up, the sounds of it. Yeah. The show that's coming great. up, I've already put that in the fringe uh, blurb bio, whatever. Oh, uh, without having actually wrote in any of the stuff. Uh, that, uh, you know, I got married this year. That's definitely going to be part of sure. the fringe. And yeah, I think, you know, we just, she, she gets it. I think whatever we would share in that, she's mm-hmm. happy to be spoken about. Do you feel pressure? Because this is an interesting sort of pressure that you'd feel going into a marriage. Do you feel pressure that you need some good stories to come from the wedding Absol- for your friendship? Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone's Absol- probably trying to not embarrass themselves at the wedding. That's you. why I've got Tom Said officiating it. No, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something will happen there. <laughs> That's all. Throw in that curveball and you get some fucking eek the material out. That's good. Yeah, oh, I made that decision drunk in Liverpool. And then, yeah, just phoning Ailey the next day going, right, so do you know how we haven't got someone to do the service yet? Excellent. How about, have we thought Tom stayed? You haven't. And I went, I fucking have. So that's Brilliant. happening. But then um, who else would have that access to, you know, one of the best comics in the country to officiate your wedding? That's cool. If anyone else, yeah. people pay for that shit, you know? And their families are, yeah, exactly. And their families are really close, so it did make sense. Me and Tom have become really close over doing the tour. Yeah. But also, like, Tom's known Ailey since she was like a little girl. Yeah. So like, it it does actually make sense. That's cool. It's not like I've just went, hey, fucking Mike Wilmot, do you want to do it? <laughs> Like there is, there is Too a fucking reason. Oh. <laughs> there is, there is a reason there. Um, so I do kind of just want to go back because I do want to know uh, a little bit more about it because I'm toying with the idea of potentially looking into doing it at, at some point. 
Um, genuinely, how is Australia? Do you like? Do you have like fun? Is it like? Because it seems like, but this could just be social media over, mm-hmm. like overall a social media point of. Because I am on Instagram, and I'm seeing everyone out there, and I'm like, fuck, it does look, yeah, like stuff's always happening. Like, so is it? Is it? Is it? Is it like fucking? Yeah, it's good, man. I mean, like, it's a, you know, it's a real. Is it cliquey as well? No, I wouldn't say so. Right I, I like, I'll explain. So, as I was mentioning at the start, the first time I went, I had the absolute time of my life. Never been to Australia yeah. before. I went there, you know, just fucking was it drinking and like soaking it all in a festival yeah, yeah. abroad. Yeah, there was the artist bar. There's other stuff. There's like it was a good group of people that were out. You know, I had a lot of fun and I was on the dating apps and stuff and I was going to meet people yeah. and blah 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 and it, it was great. You good know, fun. And, Loved it, Perth, got to visit my cousin. Living large. Living large, got to visit my cousin in Sydney, then went to Adelaide. Adelaide's, I didn't enjoy as much, but still fun, and she had a great time overall. And it, it's like, you know, it's the first time you go to a place, and I'd not, I'd not really been abroad, as I think I'd mentioned, like, for a while, so it was just, ugh, it was just like a sensory fucking overload. Yeah, of like, this is fucking I bet, amazing. I bet, yeah. So this year, I'm going back to Perth, where I've been before, I had been for five weeks, and I'd had such a blast that I was like, I was like, I'm no trying to recreate that. And actually, I was kind of a bit worried that I didn't... Because I'm working on a show, I'm like, I can't just go away for five weeks and just piss it up the wall. Yeah. I need to go out there and work on the show. Yep. So I quite consciously was going out to know, like, you know, to know being out as much and to, to keep the heat a bit more, do work during the day, all that sort of stuff. So I did manage to do that. So I still had a great time, but it was a different... It was just a different trip this time. Phil was a bit more professional. It was a bit more... More professional. We have a reason we're here. Let's yeah. fucking execute this reason. Well, I, I still saw you. What was it you were doing on Instagram? I, 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 if, if I've just fucking dreamed this, this uh-huh. is a weird thing to... Uh, sure. But did you do like... I guess it was, you call it like water skiing, water rafting No, or no, no, no. But we were on a you were, boat you were a on a of boat. times. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Amos Gill has a comment I thought I also from... saw you in like a fucking... Uh, good God, Gareth... Now is not the time for that. Like a wetsuit or something? No. Uh, I wasn't in one of them, anyway. The fucking, oh my, the vest. Oh, Jesus I don't Christ. Believe it a vest. Um, not like an actual vest, like a, if you were to go overboard, you would I'll have I'll tell you what we've done, was we, we didn't have what any of that. What the fuck would you call that? Please help me. I can't move away from it until we get it. So if you were. A life jacket? A life jacket! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been sat here going, life vest? Don't say life vest. No. It's not. Were you wearing a life vest? I'm so sure I saw you wearing a life no, jacket. No, I'd never wore one. On the back of a boat or something. I was like, we, oh, were on, we were on a boat, and one of the days we were like. So it's a place called Rottnest Island, which is just off the coast of. Um, the, the edge of Perth basically and um, so Amos Gill who's a comic out there his like, stepdad had a boat right? so Amos Gill is that the guy that opened for Jim Jeffries yeah, 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 yeah. so we had a podcast a couple weeks ago really funny comic and he so his stepdad's got a boat so like we went out in Australia day like he took us out and stuff like that which did nice him and then we we're going to Rottnest Island one day which is like basically it's kind of like Millport people cycle around yeah. it and you get a wee <laughs> selfie with the quokkas and stuff like that so we were going out there and you, you might get a ferry and he's like you just want to go in the boat so like aye and so he's, we go out in the boat that day and he stepped just absolutely booted it so like we, go, we literally had to hang on <laughs> to the fucking rails or we would have fucking fell off the boat and he was booting it it was so much fun so the good thing is when my day's off I tried to make sure we were doing cool stuff like that yeah and then um, we yeah so got to do that I got got a ticket for the UFC while I was there shut up that was class got to go to that and stuff fuck that was off really cool. that's ace yeah really cool 
and um, just done some different stuff because the thing is, see, any time, like even if you go on holiday and you go back to the same place and you try to you recreate just, the just fun you had the same last thing. time, like, yeah, chase, chasing uh, the dragon, that yes, that's nev- you're never gonna. So, for let's try and do this, some other stuff um, that's different. And I did in that, like, in some some other productive stuff I got done, but it was good. But I was living with Roscoe and Bradshaw was with us for two weeks, but Roscoe was there the whole time, and me and him were just going to the gym most mornings and, and just. Then just getting up early, go to the gym, I have don't some mean, lunch, I and then just do not mean this in any way uh-huh. to because offence. I love Roscoe. You totally seem like the sort of guy that would be up early hours in the morning, hitting the gym. Well, I'll tell you why. You was... seem like that sort of guy uh-huh. to me. Roscoe. I'll tell you why does he was not. Because so I mean reason... up till four fucking drinking that pepper oil, man. Well the reason he was up early was because so back here he does his stream at half twelve. At night, there's no fucking way. So he's still he been doing that. Getting stream. up every morning at half eight and doing it, and his room is directly above mine. And where he would where he would film That's was directly chaos. above my bed. So I would every morning I would hear every word they said. So he was like my alarm clock. So I would just hear him go all right, and then go on and, and do his stuff. So I would just then get up and then That's just you know fucking wild yeah. to me. So we did, and then so sometimes I'd hear the floorboards creaking. It was as if we had like fucking rats on the bosom, and I just look at his stream, and he's just dancing. <laughs> 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 so that's why he was up, and then so we would just, you know, I'd just get up early as well, and then like do some work or something, and we'd go to the yeah. gym. And so it was good, it was productive in that way, and I wasn't going out as like at night. Like there was a lot of older folk there this year, so there was a few like like younger folk and folk that was hanging about me and stuff. And at the weekends, have a drink, but just. You know, we weren't pure staying out to three in the morning every night or whatever. No. And I wasn't on the date naps in it now because I've not been for like since like last summer just because it's like a bad habit and I just yeah. didn't want to. I didn't want to waste all my time yeah. doing it. I had work to do. Yeah, you've got fucking cool, cool shit coming up. Yeah. Why cloud your fucking. Why well, that's the... it. I'm in a very fortunate position where I've got some cool stuff and if I work at it then and, and pull it off, then it would be good. So I don't want to jeopardize it by. Wasting time with loads of bad, you know, like yeah, of just, course, just man. vices and habits and yeah. trying to get instant gratification. Very for, fucking professional, man. I, well, you know, I, I, you never feel like you're doing enough, but I, yeah, I'm just trying my best to So to if if I was to go over, uh, mm-hmm. so you, d- you did Perth. Just did Perth this time, man. You just did Perth this time. Uh-huh. But when you but first I tell you what, out, to talk about the contacts and stuff, because I, I was lucky enough to get the... A comedy lounge there in Perth, which is one of the That's best like the comedy big, clubs yeah, yeah. I've played. It's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful, beautiful room, and uh, that was really fun. Um, shout out to Chris Chin who who got us in there. Uh, who I gave in Bristol last year, and he said yeah. if you're in Perth, well done, I'll be back. Well, Chris, so time to go. fucking cash in that. I'm afraid, buddy. Yeah. But um, um, but I that but the, the gigs weren't always easy. Like it, you know, I think Australia. The thing with it, it's like. It's so nice, it's pretty perfect, it's like so sunny and all that at the time. And then like see when you're doing all like the best of Edinburgh compilations or even my own social, like a lot of people were coming because it was uh, Scottish was in the thing yeah. or whatever. So you're kinda of playing to sort of passive consumers a wee bit like people yeah. it's just kinda of like you know, sometimes you'd get like there was people that were your audience and you'd play, but then even when I'm trying to work on stuff that's maybe I'm talking about but here or it's just not as relevant to them. Yeah. It's, it was a bit harder so I tried to do stuff I basically was more focusing on all the, the relationship stuff over there yeah. because that's stuff that's universal. going to be a bit more universal yeah, yeah. but um, and some nights you you know like beating you're, you're playing in you know it's kind of room above a pub effectively so I was really lucky because I just got so much time on stage but like you it's not going to be 
You're not going to be doing as well at the gigs while you're over there. And it's a festival. It's like Edinburgh as well. And I mean, it's like, you know, if you're doing a Tuesday night... Like yeah, it's not going to be, be it's not going to be fucking raucous yeah. yeah. But it was good and I was really lucky that I got I got I was really lucky for numbers for the socials and that I had a really good run and and I got to try a lot of stuff. So I was kind of you feel bad sometimes because you're kind of testing the patience of the audience because you're going up with a notepad and you're going right. When you try this idea the day that I'd always wanted to work on, but basically that the whole month was working on that to then bring it back so that you know, the show's ready in time for the Kings. Yeah. And so I threw a lot of shit at the walls and, you know, I think this, this, enough of it stuck and enough of it I worked out and now it's about this next couple of weeks is really just a bit honing before the um, before the Kings. Um, but I would definitely recommend going out and doing a show because it's, it's What good. one? Would you say Perth is the one to do? I really like Adelaide. Perth as a place. Adelaide, I wasn't as, I wasn't as enamoured with, but there's a lot more going on and the weird thing is, to me, it felt like Perth was a bit more progressive as a place but Adelaide, geographically, is like closer to like Melbourne and Sydney. It's on yeah. the East Coast. So I think there is just more going on. And I think a lot more people go there as like a warm-up for Melbourne. And I think the crowds maybe are a bit... If you can get the right crowds there, are maybe a bit more, you know, engaged and, mm. and a bit more, you know, comedy-savvy and stuff yeah. from what I hear. Um, but I think a lot of it comes to your individual experience. I would recommend going and doing you know do both if yeah. you can you know it's it's a great experience it's so much fun to do and like i mean who gets to go and do stuff like that like i know well it does that's the thing that appeals to you is because there are so many fucking really cool perks that come with this job and it does just feel like that is a big one Aye. and you know i would maybe regret not getting the full experience almost on it um but how do you mean I, but i gotta say like if i was like to like just stay here and like other comics are going fucking the comedy's taking me all over the world yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. and I, if i was just sitting there going well, it's not really taking me all over the world but um because i did switzerland at the start of the year and that was cool, the, that was the first time i'd actually gigged outside of the uk mm-hmm. um and you've got an accent that wouldn't be a barrier mate honest to god when i was opening for tom like around the uk They'd all be like going, oh, so where are you from? Uh, and like most people would guess like Hull. Aye. Like a lot of people guessed not Scottish. Yeah. And I was like, part of me liked that because as you said, there's not as big a barrier. It's maybe more. Glaswegians basically. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, I fucking wish I had a bit more Scottish bravado about me. I wish I had a bit more of a Scottish twang to me. Yeah, well, but so I think I was, it is quite generic. It is. I quite think it's a bit of a blank. Um, yeah, it's a gift and a curse. Like having like I remember someday in a guy Archie Maddox actually in London. He came up to me once. He meant you've got the perfect voice for comedy. And I was like, yeah. you can fucking understand me. He's <laughs> like, I'm fucking half the time here. I'm, I'm having to come on and do a fucking qualifier about how they're yeah. not going to understand me before <laughs> I fucking start and. But then you, you also, know. but the other side of that coin is if you're at a bar or just hanging out and you just like start speaking, people are going to get excited. Oh my God, are you from like, oh my God, you're Scottish. I think you would get that with Americans and stuff as well. But I think the thing is that I you get more of the home advantage in Glasgow and yeah. even just you get that. But you've got that. I'm jealous of that because, you know, I, like I don't think it would be difficult for me to go to America or something and do yeah. well just because I would you'd either need to change so much that you're not being authentic or you just wouldn't be understood so yeah. I think it's I think it's one of the things where you're like fair enough that is that's is, another but, thing that I was considering doing because but you'd be alright I think because me and Ailey are getting married in June mm-hmm. 
we're obviously not going to go for the honeymoon in July. That's like peak. Need to be previewed before, before the French. The French yeah. Like there's no way. So we're thinking September, like after the French, uh, and we're thinking Jamaica. And there's a wee fucking layover on the way to Jamaica uh, that we could go. I think it's through like maybe Miami or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, because I've always wanted to go to America, man. Always wanted to. That that yeah. appeals. Australia's never really appealed because fucking it's so fucking far away. Yeah, like. Like to the point See, where I'm like, why like, are so many people doing this? Well, it's like a ten hour flight and then a seven hour flight. Yeah, more than that actually. But Oh Jesus. To be honest, I on the way back, like it was it was relatively straightforward. It wasn't too bad actually. But you know, but you just need oh, to accept so that. Much, much. You just need to accept that though. And then you know, fl- you're there. We flew to Switzerland by the, and by the end of that I was like, All right, let's fucking get there. Switzerland? Yeah, it was like fucking an two hour hours. Half or something, yeah. It was like two hours and I was like, All right, let's fucking get there. Let's fucking get there. You just need um, to get find something good. I was watching White Lotus. But then you get, but then I am just flying like fucking Jet 2. This is true. Hi. Eminence, much it's, nicer. Yeah, it's nicer. It's, they know, right, okay, we got these cunts for 10 hours. Aye. We need to the time class the meals, it up for them. You know, you're like yeah. cattle. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, I'm very sure. And also, this is potentially a boring question, but fuck it. You're listening to it now. We've got you. You're in, because uh, I'm not a good flyer. Uh-huh. The taking not off. Not am I really? To be honest, taking off uh-huh. is one of the most like surreal. What the fuck are we all doing? Yeah, and why are we all fine with it? Mm-hmm. Why have we all paid money? Yeah, I mean, I think it's insane that people are fine with flying. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing crazy. to do. Crazy. Yeah. Is it? Because uh, I've only ever flown on like flown to Belfast. That was a tiny plane. Yeah. Like even Switzerland was quite a small plane. Everywhere I've been has been relatively like small. Mm-hmm. But if you're flying to Australia mm-hmm. and you're there, it's like they got to be big fucking yeah, the big planes. Thing. It's like turbulence and takeoff less. I think it seems those. less. I don't know whether I've just been really lucky with the flights, but I think I would be I would struggle if there was a lot of turbulence on it. But honestly, let's see the way back. Yeah. I think we had turbulence Smooth. once on yeah. on either plane. On the way there, this time we flew, flew with Qatar and Faye, uh, Doha for the first hour or two on the way to Oz. There was a wee bit of turbulence and I wasn't enjoying it. Nah, but, I'd, I'd fucking be shit. I mean, basically, I've came halfway in the world and you're not getting turbulence. It's that's good that's, outstanding. that's incredible, yeah, um, yeah. So I was quite, yeah, I'm, oh, I don't nah, like turbulence just, and I'm not. Nah, nah, I, nah, 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 I nah, think nah, I'm good nah. at compartmentalising it, you know. It's the fucking worst. So it's, it wasn't that bad, like, you're not going to get it for the whole flight, so most of it's just moving, you just, you, you basically just try and distract yourself with the booze. fact that you're on a plane. Yeah. So I, I even, I did that every takeoff, even if I'm just going to London or something, stick, I always stick, for some reason I always stick at AM by the Arctic Monkeys on, and I just read a bit of Kindle, and then and yeah. then maybe I'll just shut my eyes when they're taking off, and then just like, wait for a minute or two, and then, because you know that thing they say about planes? You're more likely to crash on the takeoff or yeah. landing. So, like, see once you see once the seatbelt signs are off, once yeah, you take yeah, off, yeah, I'm kind of like chill, chill, right, chill. Fine. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I was speaking to Gus about that because Gus has like he a, doesn't need, he, doesn't he has fly, a does proper it? fear yeah. of it. Yeah, and I was saying to him, I was like, it's so weird, but see when we're like, I can still see the ground, Aye. and we're like this going up. That's when I'm shitting. I don't like it because it's like a roller up, coaster when you're going up. The top, yeah. that's the, I hate Once that. we're up and we're like, and I know that's when we're like 35,000 feet or whatever, yeah. and we're fucking up and it's just like clout. That's when I'm like, whew, and breathe. Yeah, cool. Yeah, now absolutely. finally it's safe up here. It makes sense. In the clouds. Yeah. Uh, 
But I think yeah, it's a completely fucking, rational fear, though, to be scared of flying because it it's definitely, it's definitely insane, is. It's an insane thing to do. The like guy, nature. The guy sat next to me on the way to Switzerland was asleep for the takeoff, and I went, he... Right, we have all of his details. Let's check his house for fucking bodies and stuff because right. that is sociopath behavior. Certain people get used to it. I, I mean, I'm more like that. Mark. I'm more like that now, see, because I've done a lot of it. Like G-Force didn't wake him up, mate. Like... This guy's has fucking killed some stuff. Mm. But people have to just are a frequent flyer, you do. Because I, I was more bit like, I noticed on one of the flights, I was like, oh, we've taken off and I didn't, I'm not even like registering that we're in the air now. Because I'm just like, you just get so used to that hanging right, right, here we go. This is just another bit of the, the journey. And you get used to it. So I think the, I, I'm glad that I'm like that now because, um, as I say, I don't think, you know, I used to, I'm quite a nervous person generally, I think, with stuff like that. And then, so I just think if you can just switch off it, it's fine. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, with stuff like that, I'm like, well, look, I'd rather go to Australia or go to all these places I want to yeah, go than not. not. Yeah. So just get over it. And then just... Did you do that well, with a buddy as well? Did you like, did you fly with Roscoe? Or did you fly with any other with, yeah. with Roscoe, so that yeah. was good to have him. And then I flew back, on the way back, I just was myself, but it was fine. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's always better having someone... Yeah. Like, where... No, I have a weird good. thing as well where... I do so many fucking weird things before I fly. So many, I have to. Tick. I'm always you're always getting your affairs in order yes. in case you crash. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Like seriously, <laughs> I, think, again, I draft you know. text thinking, what do I want the last thing my loved ones to read really? from me? Oh, I go grizz. <laughs> I have to fucking because I'm like I can't not like imagine the last text. That my fucking mum or Ailey read was like... We were going down LOL. Well, not even that. Like <laughs> fucking just something I'd said obnoxious the, like the day before or whatever. Yeah. So I do, I draft this little, if I die today... Well, not, I don't say that. But that's like the thought process. Yeah. If I was to die today, what would be... Because they're obviously going to fucking grieve me. Like of hard. Everyone will. So what, <laughs> what do I want? The last thing for them to read forever to remember me by B. Yeah. And I have to send that text before I get on the fucking plane. You don't want it to be Weird. new material that you're remembered for? The hits. You want stick, some tried and tested stick shit? Stick to the bankers, guys. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I have, to, I have to have a fucking drink as well before. Well, that's the thing I do. I just have to. drink like fuck on on the plane. Yeah, I just I'm like, give me a beer, give me a couple of whiskeys. Uh, when me and my buddy, it was like my friend for uh, long ben, me, Ailey and his missus at the time, we mm. all went to Amsterdam, and on the way back, he was like, oh, I'm gonna get like stoned as fuck before getting on this plane. Yeah, and I was like, and that was like the first time it, flying there was the first time he'd flown. Since he was like a baby, yeah, and I was that like, would so get your in your second heat. flight, yeah, in like twenty plus years, you're gonna be open to paranoia and weird thoughts fucking creeping in. Yeah, can't think of anything worse. Well, you just you want to take the edge off, but then being think, stoned in the sky. But the, the, yeah, that's the problem because you'll end up more uncomfortable because it's like if you just get pushed. Yeah, you're like you're kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I'm dying, well, yeah, 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 whatever. You're not even that conscious of it, yeah, yeah. but you're also more uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, I because I had to, I never actually drank in the way back um, in the last one because I had to drive that day, but it, thankfully it was all right. But like in terms of turbulence and stuff, but no, I was, I've always been quite um, 
Aye, I do like to have a wee drink. Um, do you have any other weird routines, like on stage or just in life? Do you have? Are you? Are you? Is Mark Jennings a routined beast? Not yeah. routine beast. That fucking sounds no, way no, worse. No, no, no. <laughs> sounds like something at Saint Court. Yeah. he was a routine. Yeah. The new Netflix documentary, The Routine Beast. Yeah, but do you have any like things that you do before gigs or whatever that are like not for gigs? I don't, I don't get nervous for gigs, but um, I'm a creature of habit. I think we all are, and so I just I try consciously to try and improve. What are, the, what are the some of those habits? habits? What are some of those habits? I just try to write every day, or you know, try and eat right. Try to go to the gym. Meditation is. I'm trying to get more into now. Right, let's fucking go into this. Uh-huh. Because I find that super interesting. How long do you do you set aside a bit of time every day? Yeah, twice it's, a day now. Twice a day, uh-huh. you're fucking. And it's. I'm guessing. Is it like, what sort of meditation is it? Is it like positive fucking like? When I was in Perth, I done a course, uh, a TM course. What's Trans- a TM course? Transcendental meditation and the Gia Mantra wow. on it. Wow. Yeah, I'd actually just before I left, right? I'd I'd watched. I've talked about this on the some last episode there week, but. Basically, just before I left, I watched this video. It's Jerry Seinfeld who's into it, and he was talking. He just kind of it was just him getting interviewed about it, and he was talking, and he was just saying about how it gives you more energy, and it just like it's like recharging your batteries throughout the day, and it just really sold it. It's like it sounds yeah. like see far to be and coming from fucking somebody as productive as him yeah. in an industry where every cunt's lazy, and yeah, and I mean that's the thing. He's like, what do we all need? We need more energy, and I was like, I fuck man, I'm knackered all the time. So it kind of sold me on it, and then right, I was actually on the way to a gig. It was one of the last gigs I'd done here before leaving, and then I had a bit of time before it, so I just sat in a car park and I just for twenty minutes just sat and meditated. Because I've always been on and off lately, yeah. like, try to get into a habit, never really done it. And then I thought I'd looked into the TM thing years ago, and I'd sort of always was a bit like, I wonder this might be. I don't know if you know how necessary it is compared to if you just sit and do twenty minutes listening to breathing or whatever. Yeah. The thing is, you you know, you need to pay the fee or whatever for them to give you the mantra and all the rest of it. But I listened that would to be that alarm bell number one. For yeah, me. which is why I'd probably never done it. But then I watched that the hanging. The key thought, to this thing is actually behind a paywall. Yeah, but we'll give you the truth. Well, that's it. There's a paywall, so you're kind of like reluctant to date. But I just thought, I was like, well, do you know what? I'm in Perth. Like it was, it'll be a different thing again. Kind of what we were saying before. I wanted to have different experiences this time while yep. I was there, and it was sort of that's was in the ethos of the whole time, where it's to try and be a bit more, hundred percent, you know, present, no be as mad. So going to a fucking meditation course, right? So just by the bullet, paid the money, and I was like, I'm willing to just go into this with an open mind. That's the, the, exactly. This is now an experience. You know uh, and I'm mean? like, look, I'm here. See if it's no. I don't get out. Yeah, I don't get out yet, but. I'm willing to give it a go, and just, yeah. you know it's a life experience, isn't it? What? How did you find it? It was good. It was have good. you have you found yourself feeling more energized and stuff? I definitely like. It's been hard since I've been back because because um, I'm fucking knackered, man. Yeah, I get tired real quick, real easy. It's and I just need I I always just need days to lie down. They call it deep rest, right? Right. So like I think a lot of it is it's almost like as I don't know whether this is how they want you to think about it, but it feels sometimes like you're just giving yourself a wee nap. Yeah, and then you just bit more energy so it's good um so no i've i've found it useful and the the mantra thing is is interesting it's like i've almost found i've got a wee bit worse at it but i don't know whether like compared to before i was doing it and i was just sitting listening to breathing or whatever but it's been good and like i think it can't do any harm so i've just been trying to do it and just see where i go with it so it's only been a couple of weeks when i've really been doing it so i'm going to see where it goes long term but to be honest i again because i'm you know i'm on a lot of stuff and I'm, I'm busy now particularly with the podcast and then yep. obviously the 
the show I'm working towards and stuff, I kind of need all the help I can get in terms of, of course. Um, just having more energy and, and having been able to try and be as productive as I can. I so. wish I had the fucking, I guess, I, I don't want to say balls because it's, not, it's not brave, but I, get, I guess I just wish I had the initiative would be the word Aye. to actually put myself out there and try something as new as that and hopefully feel the reward. But I wouldn't also know where to fucking start. Yeah. Like, because the idea of meditating appeals, uh-huh. but I wouldn't know how to do that and I wouldn't know where yeah. to go. Well, that's the good thing. Like, they do, you give a wee bit of instruction and stuff and that was the other thing you get out of it and they kind of tell you, you know, because you're doing it and then you're going back and you're telling them how you've got on and then they say, right, that's normal and this is what you should do. Blah, was blah. there any, and I don't, I'm also this guy. Aye. I am also this guy and I have to be honest with myself. I am very, like, all right, fucking, is this fucking bullshit cynical. or am I actually, yeah, is this like, yeah, I'm cynical. Aye. Cynical would be a good yeah. word. Like, are we opening ourselves up to a new experience here or have I been got? That is how my brain would fucking yeah. work with that. Is there a guy going, fucking cunts meditating over there in the house myself? I'd have that feeling. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't think that would be meditation generally. I think with the TM thing where you're paying money and the mantra and all this stuff, I don't know. But I think, because what's funny is that the first, see when you sign up, the first thing you get is an email and that, right? Thanks, sign up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. So you come to a one on one session. And then the next few days after that, you go back and you do like an hour with a group and the first one-on-one session. So the first thing you get after you pay the money is they go, right, so for your one-on-one session, uh, blah, blah, come along and we need you to bring uh, a bunch of flowers and a handkerchief and uh, free sweet fruits. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Right? What the fuck is this? Aye. And you're already like, ah, That's what I'm thinking right now, Mark. What the yeah. fuck is this? You're also like... A bunch of flowers? I know. And you're like, I've just paid all this money and then you go and find all this as well. But, so, I just was kind of like, right, that's weird yeah. as fuck. But I was, can't even think what th- those would be for. So, I'll tell you, so. Oh, they, peek behind the paywall. Yeah. Well, no, I think this is fine. <laughs> I think basically as long as you don't say the mantra, I don't, I don't think there's any problem with me saying this unless I'll probably get sued after them, I suppose, if, if there is. But they. Surely that can't happen. So, I basically, I, I booked about two weeks before I was due to go. And then so I just kind of ignored it and I was just a bit like, what the fuck is that, right? But yeah. then, so the, like, the night before I was due to go and I was like, right, I need to go and find all this stuff before I go to it. But I was like, I just Googled it because I was like, I need to know what I'm going into here. And then and I was yeah. like, and I was starting to I go, God, is it, you know, you're worrying it's a cult Scientology or a shit, right? Which it is, because they, they, they're very big on like just going, I think there is a spiritual element to it that I think all the instructors and stuff are maybe more into. Yeah, yeah. But they don't lay that on you. They just give you the practical use of the, yeah, yeah. the thing, the technique, they call it. So, but I Googled it and I was looking on Reddit and stuff and they were like, I, you know, I'm worried because they, they got that email and they're like, what the fuck's this and that. But then basically people are just like, look, they do this like ceremony thing yeah. and it's meant to be for the instructor as like a sort of, a wee thing for them to remind themselves almost what they're doing and that it's a spiritual practice and all this stuff before you then go on and just do the the kind of wee class or whatever. So I dread and I went, right, okay, cool. So there's going to be some mad weird ceremony, right? So I went along and sure enough, there was a mad weird ceremony thing, right? Wow. They, they do. They basically just put the... Like, How many got people a, were there? Just me and the instructor for this thing. So they put... Bonk. Yeah, so they put... <laughs> So there's like a wee picture of the wee guru guy and they've got like a wee plate and so they, like they light a couple of candles and then they place like the flowers and the, 
the fruit and all that. It's almost like a wee offering thing. And so, and then they do this wee prayer thing. And so the whole time I'm, see, because I've read up on it, I was like, yeah. cool, I'm expecting this. But the whole time I was thinking, see if I hadn't oh checked this, God. I'd have been just sitting going, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is happening? happening? It would have been insane. So I was so glad that I Googled it. Yeah. But I would have been really like, because they don't even like, prepare you for it. They just date us. So it's normal. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the fucking, all right, thanks for setting it up. Yeah, flowers, an orange and a fucking kazoo. See you on Wednesday. Thanks yeah. for that. What the fuck, what the hell do I need this for? What Aye. is the thing in Peep Show? Uh, Are they, they orgons go and, and the, all that? Yeah. Aye, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wasn't even fucking... Yes, that one's way more <laughs> uh, relevant. But um, rainbow rhythms—that it's all fucking. Some people are so rainbow rhythms, and some people so aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that. See if you fucking you go in, you know what you're going for, and Aye. you can actually just find this fucking outlet. Yeah, it could be perfect. So, what sort of shit do you do? Is it like, is it all breathing exercises? No, it's just, you just literally sit like this, and then you just think the mantra. You right. did for 20 minutes. And you, fuck, that's wild to me, man. That's wild that that can have a fucking, an effect. Yeah, apart, I mean, they, they they talk a lot about there's apparently scientific studies. I'm not actually read up on it, yeah. but I'm taking the word for it. But <laughs> no, but do you know, and like David Lynch and Seinfeld and these kind of cunts are in yeah. And I just, I'd always thought, it, it's kind of like, you know, that way it's like, you know, I'd done meditation before and you just do the 20 minutes, not, but you're always like, it's like, what's behind that paywall yep. thing? I was always cute. And yeah. I just thought, Let's just see what happens and the worst comes to it. I spunk, you know, the money and I don't get oh, it. Oh, it's totally worth fighting. But like, I just thought, well, why not for the rest of my life to maybe have this thing I can give out? If you get something out of it, then uh, fuck, of course. Yeah. I also think it's totally, as you said, you went open-minded enough to go, right, let's see what's right. behind this paper. I mean, I'm also like financially responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's definitely like Stuart was it's saying to me, like, I, was te- I was telling him a couple of weeks ago about how I would grudge paying for a PT, and then he's like, I've got somebody fucking yeah. tell me how to breathe. <laughs> but, but you know, like, it's an interesting experience, and I'm all, I'm a big self helpy guy, so it's probably not the first time that I've spent money just on fucking books and things and courses yeah. to like try and because improve. you're searching for something, man. You're searching to fucking get to, and I think that's good. I think it's again, it's a open to a fucking experience. Yeah. That's a good place to be in. Yeah. Being shut off and being cynical isn't as good as as someone who's open to fucking no, I will. I'll give that a yeah. bash. And I also believe if you didn't get anything from it, you'd be this, totally the sort of guy to come back and go, fucking there's nothing buying there, man. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. don't open this door. Mm-hmm. I opened it for the behalf of everyone here. No need. Yeah. But if you get something out of it, then fucking why yeah. not? No, it's it's been cool, and yeah, like you say, I'm just looking for that kind of thing to to help me along. Um, and it's definitely, I think that more people should do, whether it's just doing meditation or whatever. Just if we can even just get half our fucking phones for twenty minutes, a day, yes. man, do you know what I mean? Like, so well, you were the fucking pioneer for that, yeah, mate, right. back in the day, yeah. twenty. 14, 15? Too early, man. Yeah. yeah. Too early. I've Lo- still fucking love the concept. I love the concept of that. Yeah, concept of yeah, that. It's a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, speaking as puts a nice little bow on it of you fucking mentioning about getting fucking help for anything. You've helped me today, Mark, by uh, recording this episode of 2Gs. So I appreciate you. Uh, just before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to plug? So, yeah, pl- plug the. King's Theatre show well, coming up on the 24th. 
this, this will be going out today or tomorrow. Oh, brilliant. Aye, well, yeah. Absolutely um, going out. I'm doing the King's Fair in Glasgow, 24th of March, uh, Friday. Still tickets available. Mainly in, in the, the gallery. Mainly in the gallery. There's a few single seats left uh, yeah, yeah. if you want to come along If you're a chronically lonely fucking guy or guy. By the way, I've no shade on that. I've been to loads see. of comedy gigs on my own and it's always it's good. You're in the dark, nobody sees you, you know. I went, yeah, I went to a comedy gig myself. Uh, Bryden Mac and Mitchell on the oh, road. Oh, did you? How I went was to that? that myself. Fucking loved it. Oh, really? But I'm, I'm not a guy that I'm, 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 I'm a bad guy by myself. Like I can't fucking eat in restaurants by myself. Uh-huh. I get proper really, like, that's bad anxiety. That's interesting because for a comedian on the road, it, on it's the road, not eh? good. It's um, not the good. amount of solo Nando's I've had yeah. over the years is fucking <laughs> tragic, man. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so fucking definitely go see Mark and plug, please, the Some Laugh. Yeah, if, podcast. Uh, Some Laugh podcast with myself, Steve Buchanan, and Stuart McPherson. Uh, a lot of fun. We've had a lot of good guests on, including Gareth. Who We've recorded. One uh, yeah, today. today, and it was some laugh, Mark. It was, it was good fun, and uh, yeah, do check it out. We've uh, had, we're having a, a blast doing it, and uh, it's grown more and more. So it it's... really is growing, man. So like, you sold the Glasgow standout, yeah, and you sold the Glasgow glee out, yeah. Man. I'm like fucking these boys, they're fucking doing it. They're doing it. These guys. We just, you know, I just wanted to start it with Stuart and Steve, who you know are, are good mates of mine, and we just kind of hoped that anyone would like to hear us talk shit and. But the fact that we've got so many people in Kit getting as guests who who great talented people from the Scottish circuit is yep. uh, is great as well, and that that gives us a buzz that we can, um, you know, put people that like to our listeners now that people wouldn't have been aware of before yeah. and then go to their shows and that. So it's a nice thing to be able to do. Nah, it's fucking perfect. You're you're doing it, man. You you boys are fucking doing Thanks, the mate. damn you, thing. You're the, you're doing the same. Like even when I done your podcast the last time, it was. Great, in the middle of lockdown, just fucking. Absolutely. I need to see people. Get you and Gareth need doing, to do something. doing this, and then obviously your specials and that coming out as well. It's brilliant. So more I can't power wait to you to take yours as well, man. Absolutely. Thanks, the more we all fucking do, the more we all move. Absolutely. Fucking Mark, thank you very much for doing that, buddy. Well, Gareth, thanks. Till the next time.